Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. History is not simply an assemblage of facts. It includes feelings and sentiments. Our ancestors cooked and ate certain dishes, composed and played music, lived and loved. To understand the past, we cannot just think we must also experience. In this episode, I and four of my colleagues and friends got together to read a number of poems written during the Frankish Empire under Charlemagne and his successors, in their original Latin and their English translations. The following poems are King Pippin's Victory Over the Avars by Anonymous, read by Bree Rayburn of Pontifacts, Visio Watini, Charlemagne in Hell by Wallafried Strabo, read by Dr. Tara Sewell Lassiter, The Nightingale by Alcuin, read by Chris Aikler, The Battle of Fontenoy by Engelbert, read by myself, and Elegy on His Life at Aachen by Alcuin, read by Ben Jacobs of Wittenberg to Westphalia. Background music was provided by Mama French History Podcast. Please enjoy. King Pippin's Victory Over the Avars by Anonymous Omnes gentes quis vestici, tu Criste de suboles, teres, fontes, rivoes, montes, et formasti hominum, avaresque convertisti ultimis temporibus. Multa mala iam fecerunt ab antico tempore fana de deconstructurunt atque monastera vasa aurea sacrata argentea fictilia vestum sanctum pollutant de ara sacratissima lentea mina levitate et sante monialium mulierbius tradita suadente demona misit deus petrum sanctum Principep astolum in axilium pippin magnus regis filium, un vitam aeus committerat et francorum aciam. Rex acentis de virtute, pippin rex catholicus, castrofigit superflumen albdumian danubium, hostibus accidens totum undique presidia. Un Mary satis pavens avorarum genare, Rege ditem satis forte, tu cacanas perdite, atque catune mulieri maledicte coniqui. Regna vestra consumata, ultra non regna bitis. Regna vestra dio longe Christianis tradita, a pippin demolita, principe catholico. Ad propin quat rex pipinis forte cum exercitu, Finis tuos occupare de populare populum, montes silvas atque coles ponere presidia. Tolecito, porta tecum copiosa munera, septrum regis adorare ut palum posses vivere, aurum gemis ili offer, 
Nete tradat funiri. Audiens cacanis rex unique perforites, proteinus ascendums mulum cam tercan primatibus regum vinit adorare et plegare munare. Rege dicens salve princeps esto nostra dominus, regum meum tibi trado cum festusis e folis, silvas montes aque coles cum omnibus nascentis. Toleticum proles nostras parent tibi osiqui di primatibus nec parcas terga verte acie. Cola nostra proles nostra dicione tradismis. Cola nostras proles nostras dicione tradimus. Nos fedeles Christiani deo agamas gratiam, qui regnum regis confirmavit super regnum uniae et victoriam donavit de paganis gentibus. Vivat, vivat rex papinus in timore domini, avis regnet et sensicat et procrete filio, qui palatia conservat in vita et post ubitum. Qui concluset regnum cranid, aplum potentissimum, que regnet terre non fecrunt usque ad diem accentus. Nequis Caesar et pagani, sed divina gratia. Gloria eterne patre, gloria sit filio. King Pippin's Victory Over the Avars by Anonymous Christ, Son of God who created all peoples, lands, springs, rivers, mountains, and formed mankind, has converted the Avars in recent past. Since antiquity, they have done much evil, destroying God's shrines and monasteries, their hallowed vessels of gold, silver, and poetry. They polluted the holy trappings of the most sacred altars, The linen vestments of the deacons and the nuns were given to their women at the devil's urging. God sent St. Peter, the Prince of the Apostles, to help Pippin, the great king's son, to accompany him and his army of Franks on their way. King Pippin, protected by God's power, a Catholic monarch, pitches his camp on the banks of the clear river Danube, on all sides stationing lookout posts against the enemy. Ungrumir the Hun, in terrible fear, took the bold step of saying to his king, You, Kagan, are lost. And to the woman, Katuna, his cursed wife, Your kingdom is finished, no longer will you rule. Already your realms have been given to the Christians and destroyed by Pippin, the Catholic king. King Pippin approaches with a powerful army to take possession of your territories and massacre your people and place his garrisons on your mountains, woods, and hills. Rise swiftly, take lavish gifts with you, pay homage to his royal might so that you might live a little longer. Offer him gold and gems, lest he deliver you up to death. Hearing this, Kagan, their king, was utterly terrified. He immediately climbed on a mule with the Tarkins, his chieftains, and came to do homage to the king and placate him with gifts. He said to our king, Hail, prince, be our lord! I hand over to you every straw and leaf of my kingdom, its woods, mountains, and hills, with all that grows on them. Take with you my children, let them offer you allegiance, and do not spare my leading men. Turn back with your army, I commit my life and my children to your power. Let us, as faithful Christians, give thanks to God, who established the rule of our king over the realm of the Huns, and granted us victory over the pagan peoples. 
Let King Pepin live and prosper in the fear of the Lord. May he reign on in ripe old age and father sons who will preserve his palaces in his lifetime and after his death. The creator of the great, wide, and most powerful realm, unmatched by the kingdoms of the earth up to this day, is neither Caesar nor the pagans, but the grace of God. Eternal glory be to the Father, glory to the Son. by the man. 
Nightingale and the Broom. Quete dextra micirapuit, Lucinia, Rusius, illa mee furat invidia Laetitiae. Tu mea dulcis sonis implesti pectora musis, actque animum mestum carmene melifluo. Qua propter veniant volucrum simul ondi quecetus, carmeni te mecum plangere pierio. Spreta colore tamen fueras non spreta canendo, lata sub angusto guture vox sonuit, dulce melos eterans vario mongulamente muse, atque creatorum semper in ore canens. Noctibus in fervis nusquam cesavi abodis, vox veneranda sacris o decus, actque decor. Quid miram, cherubim, seraphim, si voce tonantem perpetua laudent, dum tua sic potuit. Felix onimium, dominum, noctique dieque, qui studio tali semper in ore canit. Non cibus, atque potus, fura tibi dulciorodis. Alterius, volucrum nec sociale iugum. Hoc natura dedit nature et conditor almus. Quem tu lodasti vocibus assiduis. Ut nos instureres vino somnoque sepultos. Somnigeram mentis rumpere seniciem. Quod tu feciste rationes et incia sensus, indice natura nobiliore satis, sensibus hoc omnes mania et ratione vegintes, gesisent aliquod tempus in ore suo, maxima laudante merces in secla mandebit, eternum regem perpes in arce poli. Nightingale and the Broom the hand which stole you from me was envious of my joy. You filled my heart with sweet-sounding poetry, and my unhappy mind with honeyed song. May throngs of birds come at once from all sides to lament with me for you in Pierian song. Spurned though you were for your color, for your singing you were not spurned. Your swelling voice sounded in your narrow throat, repeating its sweet tunes in different melodies, always singing odes to the Creator. On gloomy nights, your adorable voice never ceased your sacred songs, my pride and beauty. What wonder is it that the cherubim and seraphim praise the Almighty in eternal song, if your voice has such power? How happy is he who both day and night, with such zeal, always has songs for the Lord on his lips? Neither food and drink were sweeter to you than song, nor were the bonds of companionship with other birds. This was the gift of nature and of nature's kindly creator, whom you praised with unceasing voice, in order to urge us, when sodden with wine and slumber, to shake off the idleness of our minds, clogged with sleep. What you did, ignorant of reason or understanding, with natural instinct as your much nobler guide, everyone with active understanding and powerful reason ought to have done for some time with their speech. The greatest reward shall await eternally in the heights of heaven, the man who forever praises the eternal king.
At the Coca-Cola Company, Keurig Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo, some of our bottles can be remade in a whole new way, using 100% recycled plastic. New bottles using no new plastic, except the caps and labels. Learn more at madetoberemade.org. The Battle of Fontenoy by Engelbert. Read by Gary Chachot. Aurora com primo mane tetra noctis dividit, Sabati non iluid fuit, sed Saturni dolium. De fraterna rapta passe, gaudet demon impius. Bella clamant hinc et indi, pugna gravis oritur. Frater fratri mortem parat, nepoti avunculus, filius nec patri suo exhibit quod meruit. Sedes nulla pior fuit, campo nec en marcio, fracta est lex Christianorum, sanguinius hic profluit, unda manans, en fororum gaudet gula cerberi. Dextera prepotens dei, protext hilathorium victor ille manu sua pugna vitci fortiter, Ceteri si sic pugnasesent, mox foret victoria. Ecce olem velut eudas salvatorum tradidit. Sic te rex tuic educes tradidirunt gladio. Esto cautas ne fraderas agnus lupo previus. Fontaneto fontum dicunt, vilam quoque rustis, Ube strages e ruina, francorum de sanguin, orent campi, orent silvi, orent ipsi paludes, gramen elud ros i imber, nec humectet pluvia, in quo fortes se sedurent, prilio doctissimi, pater mater soror frater, quas amici fleverent. Hoc octum scelas peractum quad descripsi ritmisi, Engelbertus ego vide, pugnansque cum alis, solas de multis romansi, prima frantes asie, ima vales retrospexi en coles cacumine, ubi suos inimisos, rex fortis hlotharius, debelabat fugientes usque foras rivulum. Carole de parte vero, ludovice pariter, albescunt campe vestimentes, mortuorum lineas, velut solent en autumno albicerces avibus. Laude pugna non est digna, nec canatur melode, orients meridianus, Occidens e aquilo, plangent ilos qui fioren tali pena mortui. Maledictus ille dies, nec in anni circulo, numeretor sed radator, ab omni memoria, iubar solis nec illustrat arore crepusculum. Nox et sequens dies elam, Nox que dira nimium, nox ila que planctu mixta et dolore pariter. 
Hik abet et elit gemet kom in gravi penjuria, o luktem atke lamentam nudate sunt mortuio, ilorum carnes vultor corvus, lupus vorant acriter, orant carant sepulturus, vanum jacet cadaver. Ploraturum et alulatum nec describio amplius, enusquisces quantum potest restringatque lacrimas pro ilorum anibus depressimer dominum. When in the earliest morning dawn cleaved the horrors of night, that was not the day of the Sabbath, but the cauldron of Saturn. The wicked demon rejoices in the breaking of peace among brothers. The hubbub of war resounds. A terrible battle arises on all sides. Brothers prepare death for brothers, uncles for nephews. Nor do sons do their duty to their fathers. There has been no worse massacre on the field of battle. Christian law is violated. Blood flows in waves. And in hell the maw of Cerberus opens with glee. The hand of Almighty God protected Lothar, who himself put up a valiant struggle. Had the rest fought like him, swift victory would have been won. But even as Judas once betrayed the Savior, so, sire, your generals abandon you in the struggle. Be careful, lest you be deceived like the lamb before the wolf. Fontenoy is the name the peasants give to the spring and village where Frankish blood was shed in slaughter and destruction. The fields shudder, the woods shudder, the marshes shudder. May neither dew nor showers nor rain fall on that meadow on which mighty men, seasoned warriors, were laid low and wept for by fathers, mothers, sisters, brothers, and friends. I, Engelbert, witness this crime which I have described in rhythmical verse as I fought with the others. I alone survived among the many in the front line. From the height of the hill I looked down into the valley's depths where the brave King Lothar was vanquishing his enemies who fled to the other side of the brook. On Charles' side, and on that of Louis too, the fields become white with the linen garments of the dead as they often grow white with birds in the autumn. The battle does not deserve to be praised or to be the subject of fine song. Let every quarter of the globe lament for those who died with such suffering. Cursed be the day, may it not be counted in the round of the year, but expunged from all memory, unlit by the brilliance of the sun or by dawn's morning light. That night and the following day, the night was especially terrible, a night mingled with lamentations and suffering, when some died and others groaned in dire straits. O oh, grief and lamentation! The dead are stripped and naked. Vultures, crows, and wolves greedily devour their flesh. They grow stiff and their corpses lie there unburied, helpless. I shall not describe further the weeping and wailing. Let each man restrain his tears as much as he is able to. 
Let us implore the Lord on behalf of their souls. O my cell, my sweet beloved dwelling, forever and ever, O my cell, farewell. Trees with rustling boughs surround you on all sides, a little wood always lush with blooming foliage. All the meadows will bloom with medicinal herbs that are sought for healing by the doctor's hand. Rivers encircle you, their banks all aflower, where the fisherman joyfully casts his nets. Throughout your enclosed gardens, apple boughs smell sweetly, and white lilies are mingled with little red roses. Every kind of bird rings forth its morning tune, praising in its song God the Creator. In you the gentle voices of teachers could once be heard, expounding with their hallowed lips the Book of Wisdom. In you, at set times, holy praise of God resounded from peaceful minds in peaceful words. For you, my cell, I now lament with tearful poetry, groaning, I bewail at heart your decline, for you suddenly fled from the songs of the poets, and a stranger's hand now has you in its grasp. You shall belong neither to Flaccus nor to Homer the poet, and no boys sing songs under your roof. All temporal beauty changes in its sudden way. All things alter in different fashions. Nothing remains eternal. Nothing is truly immutable. The shadows of night cover the holy day. Cold winter suddenly shakes down the beautiful flowers, and a dreary breeze churns up the peaceful sea. In the fields where the holy youths chased the stag, the old man now leans wearily on his staff. Why do we wretches love you, fugitive world? You always fly headlong from us. May you flee away and let us always love Christ. Let love of God always possess our hearts. May he in his goodness always defend his servants from the enemy, ravishing us and our hearts up to heaven. Let us also praise and love him wholeheartedly, for he, the kindly one, is our glory, life, and salvation. As always, donations keep the podcast going, so if you would like to make a one-time donation or become a patron, please consider doing so. Thank you very much for your continued support. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.